Welcome to Foes and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast wherein our current campaign follows the story of four hometown heroes navigating the hidden world of magic. My name is Tanner Azanero. I'm your humble dungeon master, joined by your incredible players. David Beeman playing Hugh. David Sturgis playing Roman. Hi, I'm Nathan Augustine. I'm playing Oliver Hoff, who is, again, not an only child. <laughs> and I'm Zach Stenzel playing Kirtland Cutter the Fourth, and he got a new book. <laughs> Definitely a thing to remember from last session. Yeah, that was uh, the most important thing that happened last session. I bought remember. an almanac. <laughs> let's go. Let's go read Kurt's almanac in a quick recap. Last session, our party split up into two groups, with Kurt and Oliver going to see Slyco, the Tomato King, while Hugh and Roman went to attend chapel alongside Knox Hudson. At chapel, the sermon was originally being led by Archfaith Milton Virgil, a younger man in his mid-twenties who was preaching a message of loving thy neighbor, regardless of their origins. When this message of equality and acceptance angered a man in the crowd who spoke out against having to coexist alongside giftless sinners, as he put it, referring to non-magic people as ungodly, the entire congregation rallied behind the man and booed Verge off stage. Hiram Ellis, the elder Archfaith, then took over the rest of the message and redirected Verge's words as a message of strengthening the bond between magic users, and more specifically, magic users of the Christian faith. Hugh and Roman were appalled at what they had seen, and when they allowed the offering plate to pass by them, a man in the pew behind them attempted to say something snarky in reaction to their lack of tithing, mentioning that he had seen them on the news the day prior. Following the service, Hugh spoke with Verge about his faith and opinions on the council, learning that Verge wasn't interested in political power, but was feeling out of place within the walls of his own congregation. Roman called out Knox's lack of concern over what was just witnessed at chapel, and Knox took Roman's words of criticism to heart. Meanwhile, Oliver and Kurt returned to Rosemary and Beauty Queen to speak with Slyco, where Oliver told the Tomato King that he did not want the job of a pepper selling tomatoes, rather, he wanted the job of a producer, helping Slyco to improve his quality of tomatoes and increase production while keeping costs down. Being that Oliver is the arch-tech and well overqualified for a position such as this, Slyco jumped at the opportunity and paid Oliver an advance of 250 gold to start the job the following day. The party then reunited for lunch, at which time they found the news clip that the man at chapel was referring to. It was an accusatory piece against the chapter of Evergreen, using the brief clip of them filmed the other day against them, and igniting a storm of criticism amongst various groups online. After this, the party went to 12 South to do some shopping with what little money they had, picking up a few magic items here and there. As they neared the time that they were supposed to go meet Knox at the Parthenon for the challenge, they noticed the same red sedan that was following them the other night. After confronting the driver who was unable to tell the party who had hired him to find them, the party went with the man to his employer. They were taken to a downtown hotel, and it was revealed that Arlo Hoff, Oliver's older brother, had tracked down the party along with Lila Olson, Hugh's younger sister, and the Olson parents. With this shocking revelation that you can never run too far from family, we return to our story. You all awkwardly stand together Mm -mm. as... I don't stand. I run out of the hotel room immediately. I sprint right out of the room. I follow him. Okay. You guys leave. You stand in a hotel room with Arlo Hoff, Lila Olson, in addition to both of Hugh's parents... Nick and Martha. Arlo, kind of shocked by Kurt and Hugh running out, uh, looks at you, Oliver, and just says, "Why? Are, why are you down here? What? What happened? Why did you leave Spokane?" I, dude, there's so much to unpack there. Lila kind of interjects and says, "I told you, magic is real." Okay, city was under attack. Hugh and his friends saved everyone. And then after that, everyone started acting like nothing was wrong and they never existed. First off, Lila, thank you. That means a lot more than you think what you just said. 
I mean, how can I forget? I don't understand why everybody else forgot. I am... A lot. That's... There's also so much to unpack there. How did you guys find us? Well, um... I knew something happened. After you rescued everyone at the play, we started driving as far as we could out of Spokane. At some point, everything just kind of stopped. Um... People started calling it an earthquake, and I didn't know why or what they were talking about. And um, Mom wouldn't listen to me when I said we needed to go find Hugh. She didn't know who he was. Um, should should I talk to him or should I leave him alone? Um, he. I like kind of get a little closer to him and like whisper, kind of like block my mouth a little bit. I'm like, I don't. I think seeing your dad really um, triggered some not great emotions or feelings. Um, I'm sure he would want to talk to you. I think that um, that he may have been a little... I mean, come on. You, he, you know his relationship with your dad. Okay. I, I think he was just kind of surprised. Also, I mean, none of, none of us are really... I was really fond of him. I mean, okay. Um, I think that just kind of scared him. I'm, I'm sure he wants to talk to you. Um, okay, I'll leave him be for a bit. I guess. I don't. I. I'll be honest. I don't know where he went. Um, but. Yeah. Arlo looks at you and just says, "I. Um, I went over it in my head so many times. I couldn't get into Spokane that last weekend. We talked until." Sunday, Saturday night, the earthquake happened. I couldn't get a hold of mom or dad, and your phone just kept saying the number was disconnected. I flew out that next morning, and I was terrified, but mom and dad were fine. Thank God. But I kept asking them about you, and they had no clue who you were. They acted like you didn't exist. I screamed at them. I was losing my mind. I went around town asking some of your classmates. No one knew who you were until I talked to Lila. Um, And I mean, between the two of us, we kind of convinced the Cutters to help us find you. Um, could I look to... uh Hugh's parents. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I would have wanted to talk to them. Well, actually, I wanted them to leave the room. What I can do you say? Be part of getting rid of that. Um. Could I talk to my brother and Lila for just a minute? Um. I hear you say that, and I go up to the Olsons. What do you say? I go. So, how's Ethan and Deborah? Can we want to tell me about my family to try and like shock value them into talking to me as I clearly know something? Let's step outside. Um, kind of Nick Olson kind of glances at you, Oliver, and then Roman, you and the Olson step outside. I'm going to say Kurt and Hugh will jump to you real quick. You're probably down the hallway. So that when I was just outside, outside the door. Actually. Oh, okay. I just stepped out. Of I'll the give you a room. moment then before the, uh, when, uh, the, yeah. Um, I have stairwells fly yeah. outside and like tap you on the shoulder that we're coming. Uh, yeah, I just go to the stairwell. Yeah, I, I'm just like following him. <sighs> I, take, take a breather. I don't. I can't. You don't have to. I, I don't understand how I just breathe. I I just. I, I thought I'd never see them again. Yeah. I planned on never seeing them again. Yeah. I came to terms with never seeing them again. I'm at peace with never seeing them again. I just, I, I don't know what to do. Let's take Kurt, a seat in this stairwell. Kurt, I wish we never came here. I know. I wish we never came here. I know. You and I will sit here as long as you need. We do not have to interact with them. 
we don't have to interact with him. If you want to see Lila, then you can, but we're going to keep you safe. We're your, we are your family and we will keep you safe. How did they, how do they even, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Why are they here? Nothing makes sense. All I know is are that are we dreaming? Is none of this real? Has this whole trip to the city is it not I mean tomatoes? Are you serious? Yeah. Are you kidding me? This this can't be real. Some some magical council where they're in charge of everything and now some tomato is sponsoring us to do these challenges to win a ridiculous amount of money. This just, they're here and I don't, I, yeah, it doesn't make sense. None of it, none of it makes sense and none of it has ever made sense. And I don't know. And I can't promise you any of it will make sense. I'm just getting flashbacks to Spokane. Yeah. We were so scared and confused and everything was weird and we didn't know what any of it meant. And we just got thrown into this situation where we were handed this responsibility that none of us asked for. And we had to give up everything. Yeah. And here we are now. And it's just the same thing again. I just wish we could be left alone. I hear you. We're going to backtrack to Roman and the Olsen stepping outside. Um, unless you're just fully playing distraction. If you're not trying to glean actual oh, information I, from them. I have two ideas. Okay. Uh, I look the entire time. I do not break contact with Nick Olsen. I summon roads to me. I, with like a bolt of electricity, form it into roads, tear him in pieces, absorb his like being into me, and out of my other arm, shoot him out as a snake, and then a rat, and then back to a raven. I look at Nick, I'm like, I need you to understand something right now. None of this is familiar to you. Your son had pointed ears, I don't know if you noticed. There is a lot that you don't know and you need to understand that that is not your son. Walk with me. And I start walking down the rest of the hallway. Uh, Nick, following you kind of slowly, definitely trying not to follow too much away from the room, just says, I thought, I thought my daughter was crazy about all this magic stuff, but then uh, she, she found that uh, private investigator who brought you all here. Um, she just threw out into the ether uh, <laughs> magic private investigator. Don't know how she found them. I, 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 I've never seen anything like you're doing before, but it's, it's incredible. And, and I, how can you say that's not my son? I see, I see, I mean, the ears I see, but the, the resemblance is so uncanny to uh, me and my wife and, uh, uh, and, Martha you speak kinda... as if with reverence of magic. Two and a half months ago, you called us decrepit wastes and fuck-ups to your entire life. Uh, you need uh, to understand that this is beyond your control, which is something is entirely unfamiliar to you. But your son will not want to see you. Trust in your daughter because you failed him. Trust in us and the boy who has kept your son safe more than you ever have. Sorry, excuse me. I am the son of Ethan Winters. Ethan Winters doesn't have a fucking son. Yes, he did. He adopted him because his wife was infertile. He came Sorry, into that who are you? And you fucking covered up dozens of crimes with him and the father of Kirtland Cutter. Another boy you have forgotten. Ugh. And I need you to understand that we know everything and if you want that information leaked, I can fucking do that. The, the information's already been leaked. 
okay? I served my time. I'm a changed man. You're throwing all these accusations of me at things that I don't even remember. Oh, well, so I was a, so I was a bad parent? I don't remember any of that. How can I be held responsible for any aspect of that? And who are you to accuse me? You don't even exist. We're going to cut to Oliver oh my God. in the room with Arlo and Lila. I got you, my boy. Okay, so we magic, Lila, you're right. Yeah, I, I remember everything. Um, I know, I, that's insane, by the way. That's like crazy. I found the private investigator. I was just I was just t- talking about magic on the internet, just trying to find anybody, and 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 he responded, and I believed him. I just needed to do anything to find to find Hugh and and all of you, and and I didn't know if I'd ever see any of you again. I'm just as surprised as you are. I did not think I'd see either of you or. Your parents, Lila, I... What? Like... It was just... It was a whole thing. We had to leave. We ended... A whole magic... Th- it's, it's this crazy thing. A whole Sasquatch and... And a, a, a lich and... Sasquatch? Yeah, I just... I know not a, a lot of it's gonna make sense. Uh, and Arlo puts a hand on your shoulder and just says... Buddy... Sorry, this is overwhelming. We've also been terrified out of our minds thinking that you were dead. We're we're living, barely, but we're I believed Lila, kind of, with all this talk of magic, but now seeing you all here and, um, I mean, I guess he's obviously not crazy. Uh, what do we need to do to go back? to the way everything was. Like, how do we get mom and dad to remember you? Arlo, I don't think that's something we can do. I don't think, also, I can't speak for my friends. I don't know if they want it to go back to the way it was. Well, I'm um, sorry that I wasn't there for you. You know, Arlo, it's it's really okay. Like, it's it's okay. the 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 problems with in our family, honestly, now are way lessened by the actual life threatening trauma me and my friends have gone through. So I'm glad to see you, though. I I missed you. I'm very glad to see you. Um. What are you doing down here? Do, I mean, do you live here now, or what's... No, not really. We're in a bit of a pinch. Um, you Do you have a watch or anything? Oh, Oliver probably has a watch. <laughs> it's getting closer to the point where you guys will definitely want to leave soon to make it to the Parthenon on time. Arlo, how... How long are you guys here? Like... As long as we need to be. Um, uh, I'm Nick Nicholson's footing the bill, I think, because he got in trouble with his wife because he, he went to jail for um, how long? She said, and Lila responds, literally just a week. And God, what a... <sighs> I scoff a little. <laughs> yeah, figures. Uh, yeah, he, he won't stop complaining about it. Um, I'm sure I that week was very hard for him. Well, I remember what happened when I, we, me and my mom drove away from you guys, and she was ready to leave him, and something changed, I guess, when everyone's memories changed, but... She was a little less gung ho to leave him. I mean, we don't. The mansion got destroyed, so we're living. Um, Dad calls it poor, um, but oh I know we still have a good, um, decent amount of money, um, so we're doing fine. Well, um, okay, if you guys are kind of on a, uh, if you guys are just here for a while, I. I, we have to get somewhere. I, I mean, the fact, the fact that we found you is reason enough for my family to stay as long as I tell them to. I'm okay. not going to lie. I'm, well, 
I've been kind of leading the search with Arlo's help. Um, All right. And again, I'm, I'm really, really just, especially you two, I'm, I'm so excited to see the both of you. And I'm so glad you're here. And wow, I was not expecting to see you either. But there is something really important that myself and everyone of us need to get to. Okay. Um, can, um, can we come? I don't really know. Uh, it's like a, it's like a party with invite, but it's not like a party. That sounds w- way less important than it actually is. And I'm sorry to cut it short, but I really think we need to go. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go look for Hugh. Um, and see if he he wants to talk, um, but I I won't push him. Yeah, tread lightly with him for a little bit. Just, I'm sure he's going to be the most sensitive to you guys being here, and for good reason too. So yeah, I just, understand. Just be gentle. Of course. Uh, Lila steps out. I'm going to say she kind of looks around. Um, I'm going to have her make investigation, um, natural 19. She steps over kind of to the stairwell, um, gently opens the door. Um, I like stand in front of it uh, because I don't know who's coming out the other end. Uh, you see Lila. Um, I kind of just tap Hugh on the shoulder and say, um, it's, it's just Lila. I stand up and open the door. Okay. I embrace her. Uh, she hugs Big you hug. back tight, like tears streaming yeah, down her same. face. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, it's been so hard. I thought I was going insane. I thought I'd never see you again. And I, I thought that you would never remember me. How could I forget? Well, there's a really, really, really long answer to that question. <laughs> It sounds like things are really complicated. I'm sorry if this is no. Hurtful. It's 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 fine. Um, I know that I owe you an explanation. Um, I I think that the four of us we have to go. We have to do something. Um, but I promise we'll talk. I promise to explain everything. Okay. Um. Honestly. Ever since meeting that PI, I think I kind of like, I think I kind of get a little bit, probably not all of it, but like, I see magic stuff now. Like, I, I don't see it. understand. Who like, is this? I, sometimes, um, so, like when I'm looking at something, especially since coming down here, it'll look like these fragmented, <laughs> like parts of reality kind of move out of the way. I, it's like, I see like to the secret world, like your magic world. I can, I can kind of, I'm sorry. I don't mean to get excited. Um, but regardless, Oliver mentioned you guys need to go soon. I'm here. I'm sorry if it's kind of painful. No, it's, it's, it's not you. I'm so glad that you're here. I missed um, you. Me and Arlo both, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, I'll, if I can come with, I'll follow. If I can do anything to help, I'll do it. I don't know. I, I think it's best if you stay here. Um, what we're doing might be a little bit dangerous. I don't want you guys getting involved um, or caught up in any crossfire. How... Who is this PI? How did they find? How did you find? What? I was literally just posting about uh, looking for a magic focused private investigator on forums, the internet, Craigslist, Reddit. He responded and um, seemed legit. And <laughs> my dad's in Lila, the doghouse I don't, right I don't now. Love, so. I don't love you talking to strangers on the internet that oh, claim to be magic. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's fine. He's great. He's great. He's getting paid okay, and you know, dad. Yeah, somehow has that to, doesn't to, surprise me to get um, back into good graces. Um, you don't have to talk to dad if you don't want to. Um, Lila, I, I don't know how. It's not even like I, I have a choice. I. 
for all intents and purposes, I buried the memory of you, mom and dad, and left it behind me because I never thought I'd see you again. And forgive me if I don't know how to react or function right now. I bet it's really hard. And I, as much as it's been hard not knowing where you are, I'm sure it's in a different way, just as hard to say goodbye to it all. Um, I just, I couldn't let go. I know. And there was a part of me that never could either. Um, whatever you need from me. Um, stay here, stay safe. We know where you are now. Um, I give her the number for my burner phone. Um, all you guys exchange numbers, Arlo, Lila. Um, they're sticking around. Uh, it's about showtime if you guys are making your way over to the Parthenon. I did you sorry, did you I hear you say earlier that the cutters helped? Sorry, I may have misspoke. Okay. I meant I the Olsons. Okay, sorry. Cool. Do you ask yeah. about your parents? Um I'll save that for when we see them again. I'll okay. save that for when we see them I was again. Say, as I leave Nick Olson, uh I just put my hand on his shoulder and like for the first time I realize in my life, I probably realized that like I'm actually physically bigger than him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> considering I am six four, six five, yeah. and he's probably not that tall. No, he's probably like six yeah. foot though, six. I four. like put my hand on his shoulder as I walk past and I say, You don't have to like me. You don't have to respect me. You don't have to acknowledge a single thing about my existence. But I love your son. I'm keeping him safe. Whether that's you or anyone else, I'm watching over him. And I, as I say that, I send a jolt of electricity through his body. He twitches. And, and I say, and this is not a threat. This is a promise. I'm keeping your family safer than you ever could. And I walk on and I walk downstairs to my friends. Uh, daggers at the back of your head. Um... He stares. Where'd this man get daggers? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Roman gives it zero fucks he about this man's at life the anymore. Um, you guys all convene and leave. Um, Sheesh. Lots. I get the bus. Lots on your mind. You can taxi over too. Roman you is becoming his father. Oh yeah, that's true. We didn't. Yeah. Like we need, oh yeah, we don't have our bus doing. Yeah, you can go get it. Oh uh, yeah, let's. To the we're gonna taxi to the bus. Okay, uh, because bus. we are gonna bus over. Okay. Wow. Um, bussin' bussin'. The sun sets. You all make your way over to Centennial Park in the west end of Nashville. The land of my first gritty. <laughs> it is a large park with lots of grassy space for people. Oh, we, you were already there. I wasn't expecting you to get there earlier. I don't need to read this. Um, True. You see wow, look couple, at this large park with large grassy areas. You see a couple po- protesters... Oh, oh! Really small group, seemingly protesting like the Parthenon itself. Um, oh, you see signs that say Athena equals Antichrist. <laughs> um, what? You see a sign that says Idolatry came to Nashville in the guise of art. Oh my! This God. has been here for so long. Um. <laughs> As you pass by, people are singing hymns together oh, as one man kind of no. angrily recites the Bible and preaches against false idols. Um, a news crew kind of starts their coverage focusing on the protesters. We're here tonight at the Athenian Gala, a yearly event that invites many influential people in the magical community to come together, with this gala being particularly backed with attendees due to the council meeting being held here in Nashville this year. But not everyone seems to be happy about Athena and her party. Sir, do you have any comment on the gala taking place here tonight? A middle-aged man holding up a sign that says Hiram Ellis for council responds. The Bible condemns the making of images, and they made an image here. (laughs) I need to interject. All those signs and that quote, direct, real-life quotes and picket signs of people protesting the Parthenon when it was being built. Whoa. Yeah, no joke. When, All real. What year was the like the eighties, nineties uh, when the statue okay. was going up. Mm. Yep. Nineties. That um, direct quote is home. Nineteen ninety. Yep. The Bible condemns the making of images and they made an image here. Oh, it's from nineteen ninety. <laughs> Real quote from the unveiling of <laughs> Athena statue. No. Uh, yeah, here it is. 
here's the guy. The, Idolatry the fact comes that the to the funniest part of this hard. episode is just a real life quote. <laughs> Thanks, we, we Reverend to... Mel Perry. They made an image here. Life art. <laughs> I can't believe they made an image. Yep, that's, they made. That's a real thing that people protested and said about the Parthenon. To which I say. Drink up, me boyos. <laughs> you all clamor down a staircase beneath the ground as voices of protesters fade behind you. Uh, people are dressed in like fancy, showy attire, um, all sit from glasses. You guys look insane compared to all these really well-dressed, nice people. Um, before you go any further, a woman in a black dress holding up a clipboard stands in front of you, um, and she just says, Hi, welcome to the Athenian Gala. Before you enter, uh, we just need you to sign this agreement for us, and you'll be all good to go. Uh, I read every word of that yeah, agreement. I also read the agreement. An NDA of course. that basically says, any illegal shit that goes down here, you're not going to talk about. Because you are just as culpable for going down for it and participating as anybody else in I here. Sign Can it immediately. I make an arcana check to see if this is a magical legally binding contract? Uh, go right ahead. Great. Magical contracts. Scary. Uh, that's a 15. Magic as fuck, buddy. Okay. Um, does it say anywhere what the penalty for uttering those words? It more just says le- being held legally culpable. Um and kind of agreeing that you are taking part in the events of the night. Got it. So, like, we can talk about it with other people. Basically, like, don't go snitching yeah. and nothing will bad. Nothing yeah, yeah, bad yeah. Will if, yeah. Stitches will occur if you are snitch. Snitches, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'll sign it. I hate signing magical contracts. I look at Oliver. I'm like, hey, you sign it, Roman Winters. I'll sign it, Oliver Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> I think forgery is the what a last good thing bit. you want to do on a magical contract. Um, That's a good bit I right very, there. I very, very reluctantly sign the doc. Hugh? Because I won't be able I to sign otherwise. Gotcha. You guys are let in. Um, you're walking to the first room where the main party is being held. Dozens of people flood the dance floor. Pretty arcane lights illuminate the gorgeous ancient architecture. Is Lady Gaga here? No. <laughs> the centerpiece of it all at the other end of the room is the 42-foot-tall living statue of the Greek goddess Athena that Oliver has already seen. Again, gold dress, painted face. Um... Oh god, she's hot. Kind of resting against <laughs> her form. <laughs> no. I think you're a little short for her, Jesus Roman. Statue. <laughs> resting against her form is, is a large, kind of foreboding golden spear that rivals her height. Uh, Athena is a truly terrifying behemoth. Uh, and as you enter, you see she looks over in your direction, slightly nods in acknowledgement, uh, and then flying down to greet you with her golden wings extended as she lands on the ground uh you see who you know to be nike are you guys a chapter of evergreen uh, indeed we are unfortunately oh great Perhaps. you're participating in the challenge tonight right that's yes ma'am what that's what doing. i thought so For you're gonna want to talk coin. to athena she'll get you all set up and good to go uh we're probably gonna start that pretty soon here since that's the main event um honestly i would go over to her in the next 10 minutes or so okay uh oh god so sorry i don't want to be rude my name is nike some people call me nikki you can call me whatever is that short for something Nikki? Yeah. No, it's Nike. Is my real name. Some people could just call me Nikki. Um, Understood. Well, thanks, Nike. Yeah. Um, has anyone ever called you Nike? No. Um, interesting, because that's but, uh, how the British typically pronounce that word. I did not know that. That's really interesting. Mm. You know, what's your name? Uh, Kirtland. Nice to meet you, Kirtland. You can call me whatever you want. Oh my! All right, Adidas, and I move past. (laughs) 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 She's made of stone. Uh, (laughs) um, Looking around here at the party, you see Knox and the Tomato King standing together. Um, and you also see on the opposite side of the room, Bo Croons and Rowana, the arch druid are kind of standing together talking. Um, if either of these groups interest you, can I look for 
um, the guy from California whose name is Aratus. Um, uh, can I look me, for Aratus? Give me a perception check. Sweet. Uh, can I make an investigation because I'm actively yeah, trying go to ahead, find go him? Ahead. Incredible. Oh, that's a 28, baby. Aratus is not here. Fuck. <laughs> Atlas is here. Okay. Um, from the chapter of Garnett. Uh, you also see Creech uh, in a different <gasps> uh, area not. of the party floating on his is little... Is anyone furthest point away from <laughs> Is anyone near Creech? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I think so I want to go talk to Atlas. Okay. Is anyone going talking to Nox and the Tomato King or Bo Croons or Roanna or doing mm. anything else? I'd probably go up to Nox. Okay. I'm thinking about talking to the Tomato King, but um, I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, for now, we'll do we'll do Kurtland. Um, Kurt, you walk up to Atlas. He's this big, tall statue. Um, what do you say? Uh, I just say, um, excuse me, Atlas, was it? Oh, yes. Uh, hi, I just wanted to introduce myself. Uh, Kurtland Cutter the Fourth, Chapter of Evergreen. Archmage. Uh Kinda. He sticks out a finger and lets you mm-hmm. shake it. He's not, he's 15 feet tall, so he's pretty big. Um, just says, I'm Atlas. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, sorry that uh, you all are finding yourselves in hot water here upon coming into town. Well, it's not the first time that we've fallen into hot water. Um, well, you're powerful beings. Uh, seems like you have gotten yourself out of sticky situations before i'm sure you can do so again that is the plan um just wanted to you know put a name to the face put a a hand to the finger and um officially make an introduction so well it's nice to meet you archmage thank you you as well atlas archmind thank you and uh i let him continue enjoying the party and i uh go next to hugh Okay. Um, is anyone talking to anybody besides Roman? I'm good. I mean, I'll probably mosey on over to Bo and Roanna. Okay. Um, Roman, you go up to Knox. Um, Knox just says, Roman, uh, is, ever, is everybody here? Uh, yes, the entire chapter is here and wondering what the next step is. Oh, uh, well. I look I've, at the tomato can, like, do we have. Do we have your sponsorship? Oh, of course. Um, as we've discussed before, uh, we actually briefly met Knox, uh, and Knox looks confused at Psycho and is just like, you you know each other? Oh, it was brief, a, a brief little uh, coming across one another. Our paths seem to cross. That Archtech, uh, I, I've got high hopes for that, Oliver Hoth, of course. Um... But I'm very excited to see how you perform tonight. I have the 20,000 gold with me. Sorry, 21,000 gold should you uh, perform well and um, hopefully all survive. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what uh, the challenge will be tonight. Um, If you haven't spoken with Athena, I know you have to do that um, to get yourself set up and ready. Uh, And then they'll call all the participants together to compete. Nox, uh... And Tomato King, you have both. Oh, call me Slyco. Slyco, my dear one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's dear. What, in speaking with Athena, is there anything I should know so I can best represent your interests? Um, no, just be yourselves. Um, That has never been the best tact I have found. (laughs) I think it is the most honest tact, um. And I've been thinking on what you told me earlier today, Roman, and uh, I think I need to be a little more guided by my own path in my beliefs. Um, And I appreciate you pointing out to me the echo chamber that um, sometimes you fall into. Honor is best lived out of the echo of one's own heart. No matter the difficulty that it stands before. You got a good one there, Steel. And Steel just says, thank you very much. Uh, We're very excited to perform, I guess, tonight. I don't know. This is a weird homecoming for me, so I'm pretty stoked. Not going to lie. I hope I get to kill some people. (laughs) (laughs) And Nox is just like, you do love killing. Oh, I love killing. That's right. 
Dear Lord. Uh, I guess with that, I look at Knox and I look at the Slyco and I go, well, to competition it is. And I just give a sly smile and I walk away. Gotcha. Uh, Kurt, you walk up to Bo Croons and Rowanna. Um, is anybody else joining Kurt or are people just kind of sticking around? Uh, I'm kind of just waiting for the challenge to start. I was going to say, I probably Same. head back to Oliver and okay. you. You guys do like, know, if you want to do it first, you do know you have to talk to Athena. Yeah, I'm like wrapping right. them up we and getting all to like Athena. talk to her together. Do you want to do that after talking to Bo or no? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll regroup with them after I'm done with Bo and them. Okay. Yeah. You walk up to uh, the two of them. Do you have anything in particular you're bringing up with them? or? Uh, yeah, I just want to say um, uh, Archdruid. Uh, the name is... Kirtland, and we never get to officially meet. Uh, oh, yeah, with Rowanna. Um, she she shakes her hand and just says, uh, Nice to meet you. Um, I, I met two of your friends earlier today. Oh, I hope they were cordial. Oh, of course. Of good. course, you all seem like a good group. I'm glad you have each other. Yes, we are extremely lucky. Bo, good to see you. And very nice to see you too, friend. Um, I'm a little nervous for you, not gonna lie. Um, but uh, I'll, whatever you need... Um, let me know if I can do anything. I can't help. I mean, beyond the, if you had 20,000 gold, I don't have that. All right. It was worth asking. <laughs> it's never bad to ask. Um, um, well, I know my friends and I must be going to go see Athena so we can get this shindig started. So as long as it's less than a lich and a half, I think we'll be good. I think, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that you'll be all right as well. Um, Lots of people walk away from these. Only a couple don't. <laughs> it's good enough odds for me. I, and, hey, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, but um, you will have a, a well-earned place on the council, regardless of what you all decide to do with it after tonight. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, let me know if y'all need anything. I kind of do like a two-finger salute uh, towards them and walk back to my friends. Gotcha. You guys approach Athena. Mm -hmm. She looks down at all of you and lowers her hand to the ground to allow all of you to step on. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> great. I step right in the middle of the palm. I step on the hand. Yeah. Everyone steps on. She hoists you up to eye level. Yeah. And As we approach eye level, I, uh, I do a, a, a small bow. Um, okay. As a sign uh, of respect. Uh, she says, Chapter of Evergreen. I am Athena. It is my honor to meet you. I have been told of your deeds and briefly of the difficult situation you find yourselves in. As the goddess of wisdom, or at least the imitation of such a being, I cannot say I would have made the same decision that you four made up in the Northwest. That is to say that the decision itself was impossible. Jagged on all sides. Wisdom is relying on your strengths to bolster your actions, and you capitalized on those strengths in the midst of your impossible decision. None can say if you made the right choice, but you made a very wise one, undoubtedly. That is surprisingly comforting. Thank you very much. Tonight's challenge is not like any I have presented before. Great, Great loss awaits you tonight. But bountiful victory equally so. Your trust in each other has brought you this far, and I implore you to seek your wisdom once more as you navigate tonight's challenge. She holds up her palm. I assume the other one. Yeah, yeah the, the one, one we're standing yeah, on? No, she holds up her <laughs> palm. <laughs> Numbers <laughs> start like spinning across it. Hugh, roll me a d6. Tell me what you get. Six. Roman, roll me a d6 and tell me what you get. Four. Oliver, roll me a d6 and tell me what you get. One. Kurt, roll me a d4 and tell me what you oh. get. Oh. All right. One. The number on the palm stops at 12. And she says, this will be a part of your challenge. 
I hope that you perform as best you can. Um, she lets you all down. Are there any last minute things that you want to do before this challenge starts? Uh, yeah. Um, we do the secret handshake. Um, <laughs> I say family's the family you choose. Um, and can we retroactively say we put some things in the ring of spell story? Sure. Go Great. ahead. What do you want in the ring of spell story? I've well, got some spells. If you want some right now, I have fireball. Okay. You will um, get up to five. Do spells. I really? Yeah. It's okay. not five just, levels, up to of, five spells. levels of spells. So oh, if you want some first or seconds, I, I, I can I, give yeah, them to you. That's okay. That kind of explains this to me. I have a third level counter spell. Uh, this doesn't make sense. Why do I have a third level counterspell and a third level? You wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, you couldn't be able to do that. Fire. I think I had one or the other. I think when you I use the counterspell. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Sure. Okay. We can put whatever you wanted. The, we're, if Tanner's letting us do it retroactively, I can give the spell slot from like Let yesterday. me do a third level counterspell. Awesome. I can and give then that to you. What's a second level spell that you have that you like? Um, I have one called Solitary Fireball that does the effects of fireball but only on one person rather than a large area i'll take it great awesome you've just got Uh, fireball uh, or if you want defensive i have blur which is attack rolls have disadvantage against you i like that um i am kind of squishy and i have plenty of offense so i'll take blur take blur take blur yeah cool great um bo croons walks up to all of you and says hey um I, I hope I've been good to y'all. Um, hope I can be good to y'all one more time. Everybody gets a D12 of Bardic Inspiration. Ooh, let's go. I love Bardic. I was going to say, this is a lot about where Bo was at. Suddenly. <laughs> so does that mean we roll a D12? Whenever you yeah. need it. Um, oh, yeah. It on all a, of my notes. On go. a wisdom saving throw or attack roll or something. Yeah. Cool. Suddenly. The center of the room elevates itself slightly off the ground. People make their way to the sides of the room, and you all see a magic force field appear around the center of the room, like kind of a dance floor-sized arena. The thin, see-through magic glows a slight, unsatisfactory red, as if the challenge itself is awaiting its participants to enter. The four of you step forward into the field and you look around waiting your other participants to join you and then the force field turns blue and shuts and you are alone inside the force field you look around kind of confused yeah people are all watching you as a big crowd you would have imagined that there would have been more people participating than you Especially with what everyone was telling you, but no one else steps forward. You cannot leave. As soon as the four of you are in there, a man in a golden suit steps out in front of the room. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your entertainment tonight. And that blue light means our participants are present and ready. We got a small group this year, folks. Everyone give it up for the brave or foolish chapter of Evergreen. Everyone cheers. We have a challenge like no other tonight, folks. We're taking old magic that has been kept safe and out of sight for centuries until tonight. As of this morning, we had an entirely different challenge prepared for our participants until an anonymous donor gave us something we couldn't turn down. Tonight, the chapter of Evergreen must survive. Above you, a floating platform begins to descend down toward you. And as this announcer is describing it, Bo, you catch his eye and he looks fucking mortified. Um, Bo runs forward and just says, you don't, you don't have, hey, get them out of there right now. Knox, get them out of there right now. Get them out. An item so mysterious and powerful, it violates multiple international magic laws. 
bow is beating on the force field, like trying to get you guys out, casting spells at it to try to undo it. The platform stops a few feet above the ground. And in front of you, you all see, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the deck of many things! No! The crowd goes absolutely buck fucking wild. And your counter of cards to survive of 12. Fuck! Appears above your head. 12! And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, God! 12? That's half the deck! Nathan. I know anything's possible. (laughs) No, no, no. This is what I'll say. We cannot repeat what happened last time. I just don't understand, like, why why is our campaign getting nuked? <laughs> did what did did we do something? Like Tanner, Tanner I, I, can, I love you guys. Tanner, I can stop I can stop plugging your albums, I Curlin, promise. Curlin, just give me a Tiamat, I'll fight that. Curlin broke one too many situations. Um what if we rolled higher what if it was even more than 12 oh, 12 is a lot could have been more than 12 i just are like what would go to the void i, I was going what would compel you uh, to do something so wildly irresponsible oh <laughs> Dude. Um, for our audience listening if you don't know what the deck of many things is it is basically a deck of cards i have a literal physical deck in Which front of me that you guys so can pull from exciting. Um, i'm so scared uh and ruin Ugh. can come, characters can die, or you can gain insane new powers. We will see what happens next time. Thanks, everybody, so much for listening to Foes and Fables. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a five-star review on your favorite listening platform. Share us with your friends. Join us on socials and hop in the discussion on our Discord. Um, any thoughts on the way out? No. Pull, pull a wish card for us, please, <laughs> audience. Hello, Briggs Institute. I would like to schedule a therapy session for tomorrow. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all in the cards next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.